All right, guys, big episode of the Nordies podcast. HBO Max gets a rebrand, and they hitch their wagon to the Harry Potter and Game of Thrones universes. Beef is a red-hot wreck, and we rewatched for getting Sarah Marshall. Here we go. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with the one and only Jimmy Channels. How's it going? So good, bro. Nice intro. Feeling it. I'm feeling it. It's going to be a great episode. Uh, my voice is is still hanging on by a thread. But I think I'm, it sounds better than the last pod. Like I think the exercise is helping it. I think um, other people maybe are in the same boat as me. If you're dying during allergy season, I feel your pain. Yeah. Um, but it is, uh, spring in Minnesota, so we get to enjoy beautiful weather and then horrible weather within like three days. Yeah. You don't know if you're going, you know, to the beach or, or skiing, but it's all good. This is, um, That's multiple we weeks it. in a row that we've mentioned weather early. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Cause it is crazy. It is crazy. All right. Uh, lots to get to, but, uh, before we get to anything else, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's podcast. Also subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from get the Nordies podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. What a deal. What, what a damn what deal. A deal. What are we drinking today, Jim? All right. So um, have you been to uh, Toppling Goliath before? I've never been there. No. I want to go there someday. I would like to go there it's too. It's in a place called Decorah, Iowa. Yeah. I mean, I don't love going to Iowa. No. But, but if you have to go to Iowa. But if I had to go, I'd go to Toppling Goliath. So this is one from them. This is their new Radiant Haze IPA, Citra Mosaic Strata. Pretty classic combo of three. Yeah. Do you like this beer? I do. And I actually liked it better the second sip. It was much juicier. Ooh, juicy. It's juicy. But we did like that West Coast from last pod. I loved it. Yeah. I did. I loved it. So let's go. Let's go. Lots to talk about. Here we go. Do we care? This is the most pressing thing in entertainment right now. I think yeah. this. we have to get to the bottom of this. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> believes that he and Woody Harrelson might actually be brothers. Like biological brothers. Yeah. So this has come up recently a couple times, and it's it's interesting. They obviously Matthew McConaughey is a much more handsome man, but next to each other, they do look fucking similar. And the chemistry in uh, True Detective, I know, right? So like, because from then they've been really close. Mm-hmm. They like their families are close, and they call each other like uncles for each other's families. But Matthew McConaughey was talking to his mom, and his mom said that he had. Like, while his parents were going through a divorce, he had, like, a special... She had a special relationship with Woody Harrelson's dad. And so he thinks that he could have been born from Woody Harrelson's dad. And so making them half-brothers. Or actually just, like, that would be full-on full, full on bros. So I really hope that that's the case. You know, they'd be half-brothers. But, yeah, what, I mean, that'd be great. I, I think they're going to do a DNA test. They should. And then, if it's true... They need to make another season of True Detective together. Oh, they just need to make everything together. Yeah. They just need to like spend the rest of their careers just like making I mean, how could they not be related? Their total like their vibe is exactly on. Yeah. They they really are. They're both like smoke a joint, play the bongo drums naked. But they're like they're like the opposite ends of the political spectrum of smoking a joint. Oh, right? Yeah. Oh, really? I think so. I don't know. I mean, like like both sides of politics have like the same kind of potheads. Yeah. Um, who just call themselves something different and they claim to have different beliefs, but they're mostly the same beliefs. Okay. Um, but like one of them is like 
wants to take the vax and the other one like doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the only difference between them. I think that might be it. I feel like I don't know. I don't. I think I'm wrong on this, but it looks like McConaughey is the one that got vaxxed. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I think it's the other well, way. Well, do you remember Woody Harrelson went on SNL and did that whole weird thing about, and then the cartel makes you stay in your home for a oh. whole year, and then they oh, yeah. force you to take a, a miracle drug, and we don't even know what's in it. And then mm, SNL yes. had to been like, what the his opening fuck was fuck was that dude. <laughs> his opening was trash. That's so true. weird. Oh. So I hope they're brothers. Maybe they'll even each other out a little bit. Yep. They'll co-own uh, Austin FC or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. No shit. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I like this. All right. Uh, what about this? Pete Davidson. Yeah. Where we're, we're... What's he doing these days? You know, we're mild Pete Davidson fans. I think I was more when he was just on SNL doing things and he was a stand-up comedian. Now yeah. I feel like he doesn't really do anything. He just is Pete Davidson. I think he just is like a professional celebrity now. Yeah. He's like more, he's closer to Kim Kardashian than ever after dating. It's like, but he does work and mm-hmm. he has a new show coming out in the cock and it's called Bupkiss. May 4th, I believe. What is this going to be about? It's literally, it's Dave, which by the way, we should talk about Dave a little bit later if we You're can, right. if we have time. Um, it's Pete, it's Pete Davidson starring Pete Davidson. He is playing himself. He's going through the trials and tribulations of being famous, of dating people, of living with his mom, of, you know, there's tons of celebrities that pop up that he talks to. I think he watched Dave and said, nobody watches Dave, but me, I know it's brilliant. I'm going to do a version of it. So there it is. Just shows that Dave is incredibly influential, even though. Maybe industry people get it. The it doesn't have a general audience love yet, which is insane because it's so perfect. And this season has been amazing after I've, three episodes. I think I've only watched two episodes. And the second episode was so great too. And the third episode, buddy, may be better. So just buckle up. I it's think great. I watched the first two so far and they were awesome. Especially yes. the second one. I was so pleased because I'm like, you don't know. You know, it's he's trying stuff, so it doesn't always work. But it's when it works, it's incredible. I think the best thing and like we're just kind of jumping the gun here. Yeah. Dave's we'll just we'll mind. just cover Dave a little bit and then we'll we won't hit it later. It's but fine. but my thing with Dave is that it is it's brave. Yeah. It's like he's he's fearless in what he will take on and what he will cover yeah and they talk about stupid things and they talk about heavy things they talk about mental health they talk about love they talk about drugs they talk about fame they talk about family everything Mm. yeah and he does it in this way where it feels personal Mm -hmm. um but you're also kind of like i can't believe he is putting himself willing to put himself out there this yeah. much yeah it's incredibly like you know autobiographical and vulnerable um but you still see his talent it's a really incredible show and i just feel like this bupkis show is going to be some attempt at that but it's a big pete davidson show it's going to get a lot of attention i'm sure i'll try to check it out i'll probably watch the whole thing but it's i'm gonna i'm gonna be thinking of dave the whole time okay I like that. Yeah. Yeah, Dave. I think it's the Dave most... Dave is such a fucking hot rack, dude. I think it's one of the most underrated shows. If you're not watching Dave, go is. back, watch season one. Season one is fantastic. Season two is very good, not maybe as good as season one. And season three is shaping up to be a classic. So go check it out. It's on FX and then Hulu. Yeah. Do it. Do it. I care. I do care about Buffkiss, but not as much about, as Dave. I care now because you compared it to Dave. It's going to be a knockoff, Dave. Okay. Uh, how about this? The Marvels. 
Yeah. We got a trailer for the Marvels. We get a trailer. This it's, is like Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, probably other Marvels. Well, and then that um, that gal Rambo, Monica, Monica Rambo, Rambo, who became she. I think she has a cool superhero name too. But she got powers in that uh, towards the end of that that show, you know, with um, Wandavision. Yeah, Wandavision. She got yeah. some powers, similar powers, right? So like, this is the three of them coming together. It's it feels like it should be going to Disney Plus. Oh yeah, but it is not. It is going to theaters in the fall, and it, now I know this is sexism and a lot of other factors going into this, but it is one of the most disliked YouTube videos that Marvel has ever put out. So there's a bunch of, I think a bunch of incel dudes that hate on it. I wouldn't dislike it because I don't want to be a dick, but the trailer did very little for me. I mean, I am here for um, Marvel movies with female leads. Sure. I thought... Um, they did Black Widow dirty, Black but Widow. it was like, she's great. I really liked Black Widow, the movie, until the very end. Yeah. The end where they were like falling in the ship. And it was some of the worst CG they've ever done. For like 45 minutes. Yeah. Up until that point, I thought that movie was really cool. I did and too. And I thought she was incredible. Like I was all, I was so into it. Yeah. Um, Scarlet I Witch was great in <sighs> Doctor Strange and she and continues to be great. And and everything. Yeah. I, but they've done the gal superheroes pretty dirty overall. I do not care about Captain Marvel. We never have. They fucked up. We were so excited for we her were first so movie. So pumped about the movie. We were like Brie Larson, and then like in the theater, I was like, I guess I don't like Brie Larson. <laughs> That's what I thought. I know. I was like, man, Brie Larson, she's such a big deal. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I guess Brie Larson's not that good. <laughs> Brie Larson is like kind of like Michael Fassbender. It like fucked up her career. Yeah, it was like Michael Fassbender. Yeah, right. Like we all were like Fassbender. He's going to be the fucking legend. He's going to be the shit for the next 20 years. And it's like he couldn't get the movie that Adam Driver just did. Yeah, 65 million. (laughs) He probably tried. He probably tried. And they were like, Uh, no, this movie's way above you, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) That is really scary. Uh, So yeah, I just, unfortunately, I have to say I don't care about this, which is messed up. A big Marvel release. I don't care. This pod is changing, dude. It's insane. This has been the Marvel pod forever, and we're going to have to reassess a little bit. I just think that like... It's going to be the Harry pod after this. It might be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what about this? Uh... Stranger Things. Oh. Cartoon. Okay. Coming. All right. Does that do anything for you? No. It does nothing for me at all. No. I like, probably... I wouldn't watch it. So, it reminds me of how the boys have spun off and done some animated stuff on Amazon. Yeah. And it's been not really watchable. I yeah. think I... You know what? The scary thing is I think it did watch it, but I didn't mm-hmm. like it. Okay. Um, I watched one episode and I never watched it. So, episode. I don't care. And you know what else they're doing? They're doing other spinoff stuff. You know, Eddie, who died and was like a fan favorite in this last season, okay? They're, they're doing like a Netflix promoted book of his backstory. They're releasing a book about Eddie. That's a little different. He Don't care about like, that either. He was like a a stoner <laughs> high school. His back, kid. The only interesting thing he ever did was die, playing on a playing guitar on a he fucking played, trailer. He got on a trailer and fought a bunch of like demon bats and played Master of Puppets and saved the rest of his yeah. life was worthless. Right. I don't need to hear about Eddie. I don't need to hear about Eddie. Eddie can go. It's all good. Um, that guy, that actor, is like blown up. Anyways, he'll do cool stuff. So we're, we'll see him more. Yeah. Don't care about this. Don't okay. care. So. I know you, mm. one of the big regrets in your life is that you didn't go to the original Firefest. 
Yeah, F Y R E Firefest. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. I um, know. We're getting it's, a we're getting a second Firefest. And I have more disposable income than I did last time. So yeah. Billy. Yes. What's his name? Billy F- Fuck McFarlane. Is it really? I don't know. Billy. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. He went to jail. Yeah, he went to jail for, for many for other reasons. Defrauding people. Also. Yeah. I mean, the Firefest was just the tip of the iceberg. So he's out and he has tweeted that Firefest 2 is coming. Get ready to secure your tickets. They're going to try again. Okay. Um, th- what three headliners could get you to consider going to Firefest? Wow. Wow. Um, it would have to be such an insane lineup because I'm not going unless it's like someone who wouldn't normally perform. It would be, it would be like um, if um, Led Zeppelin was going to do a quick yeah, I reunion. Say, I was going to say Pink Floyd. Yeah, but you've seen Pink Floyd. You see no. them all the time. They haven't played. They played well, one show. So are you just seeing the main guy when You're you do that? You're seeing one of the main guys, oh, Roger Waters. So a real reunion a might real do Pink it for Floyd you. A real Pink Floyd show where like they were like one time only okay. at Firefest. They would never do that, but I know. Like, if it was like, but if like it, that would do it. That would be cool. If Firefest was like Pink Floyd, I would love to see Drake. I haven't seen Drake, and I just think he's such a superstar. That would be really fun. I always think like like this would never happen at Firefest, but like if if I was gonna go to Coachella or you know um, Lala or something like yeah. that. The the headliner that I think I would be the most excited for would be a um, up in smoke wow. headliner. So like a Snoop Dogg, Dre, and Eminem, Eminem and, and Friends, Ice Cube, and yeah, and yeah, everybody. and like it's the up in smoke tour reunion mm. headliner, and then they bring out Kendrick, and then they bring out you yes. know like suddenly a bunch of people come up there and they're doing all their hits. That would be electric. Can That's, Young Buck be there? Yeah. Okay, then I'm in. Yeah. No, that would be that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's, I'm not going to Firefest because I'm sure you know a lot of so so many reasons. It's but not do you happen. think it's it's not going to happen I at all? I don't think so. I mean, I who would lend this fucking guy money? Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't dude, have the you, money to do it, dude. You'd you'd be surprised how yeah. dumb people are. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. Remember, they were like paying people to like post about it. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember like. The guy who needed to get the water? Yeah. And he was going to suck dick for water? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready. That was incredible. He was ready. Hey, that was a great documentary. The documentary for Firefest is an all-timer. Yeah. That's was, all you really need. Yeah. So, yeah. I just hope it Good goes luck, so poorly we get a second documentary. Yes, please. All right. How about this? Um, HBO Max is changing its name to Max. Yeah. Big changes on this and you, multiple tiers of who, different. Who did this? Uh, Discovery, Discovery somehow Idiots. is the biggest swing in D in, in Hollywood, and they came in and dominated HBO, which I thought was the king. Me too. So I don't understand what's happening, but yes, like in a week or something, it our app is going to change from HBO Max to look like Max, and the someone thought this was such a good idea, and it's so stupid. They're really changing a lot of stuff. Yeah. So what are they changing? I don't really know. I know they're changing the price structure, and you can just sort of leave it as is, but there's there's going to be, I think, maybe movies released earlier if you're in the higher tier, and you know, then they probably have like, you know, the 4K streaming or whatever in the higher... I don't know, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a bold move. I, I, I don't know. I hope it doesn't fuck me up too much, because I like HBO Max a lot, like... We, I mean, we every Sunday we're watching. Something. I feel like I feel like um, their big change is going to be that there's going to be a huge tab that you can click on to watch like 90 Day Fiance. 
oh god, you think they're just going to start pushing their bullshit from from Discovery? Yeah, everyone who's mad about this, if you watch fucking weirdo Discovery shows, you're to blame. Yeah, because somehow they got a lot of traction on these shows. These shows, yeah, are just like my 800 pound life yeah. or whatever. I don't even know if that's them or not. It, is, it, it has it, to be. I feel like I get mixed up with Discovery and TLC, which is sad. They're different. Yeah, exactly. They're the same. It's like TNT and USA. We don't fucking know. Uh, the only show that I would watch is um one where they they found people who were perfect matches in love. Mm-hmm. Right, Rafus? Yeah, yeah. I hope they're not listening because they're gonna steal this idea. Ah, oh, jeez. Perfect matches in love. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they have literally nothing else in common. So like, one of them is Amish, mm-hmm. and the other is like a businesswoman from Tokyo. But okay. their love profile says they're a perfect match for each other. Oh, wow. And then they're forced to get married. <laughs> they're forced. <laughs> wow. So it truly arranged marriages. Yeah, arranged marriages. But they're kind of doing that anyways. Like, yeah, they're making these they people do. get married. That's all they do on their shows. I mean, I guess. They're like, they're like how about for like. Um, it gives it stakes. And so people think, wow, this is a big deal. They're getting married. They just get divorced. They get annulled. It's not that big They're a deal. Like, it's like a thousand um, bucks. We, okay, here's the deal. You have to get married to the person of our choosing. We get to film your deepest, darkest moments in the whole process. Mm-hmm. It's going to last three months, and uh, you can't turn back. And we're going to pay you $2,800, and we'll get you a $1,000 gift card to Denny's. <laughs> people would do it. People are like, sign me the fuck up. Yep. People are like, well, could I get on the challenge one day? You know, that's really the goal. So the ma- so Max. Max. Are we gonna whatever, call it dude. the Max? Like, Jesus Christ! I don't want to. Ch- you know, HBO Max was simple. Max. No one's gonna call it that. Uh, we, we're gonna, I'm calling we're, it HBO until the day I die. Okay, sounds good. Um, I'm with you. So they are trying to up their franchise game mm-hmm. right now. Yes, big time. And it's probably gonna work. And it's too little, too late. Almost like it's not actually. It will mm. probably be a huge success. Yeah. But it's like, why? Where has this been? Where has this been for the last five years at least? Which Maybe which ten. are you talking about? Oh, there's two. There's so, two. So right now, obviously Harry Potter. Yes. We talked about it last week. We talked about them talking, you know, they were, it was in discussion yeah. that they were going to have a seven season Harry Potter reboot. People found this really controversial. I, yeah, I don't, I, I have a lot of thoughts on it. Yes. And like it's two official. Day, two days later, it was official. Yeah. They and I, I was like, you, I. When it leaked, kind of like, dude, you saw the group chat. I was like, I don't think that it's going to be this format. I don't think they would do this. I think that this is how they're drumming up excitement. It is literally, they are literally going to recast Harry Potter. I mean, they are going, I, I'm super in. I guess. I'm super. What, what did they miss? The movies did such a fucking good job. Mm, Everything's think, covered. And think, they're not outdated. I think that the big thing is going to be, it's going to be more adult. But. The the movies the they go along with the books uh-huh. and the events that happen in early books are not as scary or intense as I later. I think they will be a little more this time, not yeah. totally, but I think that um I think the problem that they have with so Potter, Harry's gonna cast like Sectum Sempra on Draco and it's gonna cut his face up and it's gonna look in fucking tense and his skin's gonna I be hope, hanging off. I mean, do you want to who's not watching Harry Potter? Young people. Yeah, right. Do you want to know who is? Desperately. You. Um, people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. Right. Are desperately watching Potter. I think you're going to get an um, HBO Max Harry Potter, which is going to be like all the other HBO shows that we love, where mm-hmm. it's not a horror show. Right. But I think it's going to be more adult. 
I think the violence is going to feel more real. I think the deaths are going to be more painful. Okay. I that would be nice. The monsters are going to be scarier. I think the creatures are going to be less silly. And so I, Fluffy, the three-headed dog, is going to just be fucking horrifying as I opposed hope. to like kind of cartoony. Yeah, there was a lot of like everything is the kind of The early silly. movies have some room for improvement. The later movies are, good. are great. So and I think, they're just not that old. So I, it's I'm, weird. I'm going to guess though that they're going to go younger on the cast in general. All okay. th- all the way through. They should be. In fact, when the book started, I think Snape was only supposed to be like 32. Yeah, I think they should go young. And he was 50. Young on the cast. Yeah. And that means that the whole universe can last for the next 25 years if they want it to. Yeah, that's a good call. And so I think that like what they want to do here is that they kind of want to reset it to a place where they don't they can have actually to spin off. Yeah, they can spin off everything. Yeah. And the spin offs don't have that's to be That's what I want then. Just skip to that. And so I think like I think with like the having younger people it gives them a marvel window of 10 15 years yeah to kind of like tell this whole story and then beyond those seven seasons they're going to start going off in different directions from there okay and it sounds cool i think it's going to be really sweet. here's the thing um jk rowling is the executive producer she is not involved on the side or as a consultant she is going to make a lot of money from this yeah what do you think about that i don't care is she uncanceled or is it not really a matter of canceling i don't give it's a just fuck like, about jk rowling like she sucks and you want to know what everyone should do um not listen to her go but, support but it, trans it, people in your communities but i'm sorry if you want to if you want to um stop like if, if you're so against jk rowling I hope you're also not eating at most fast food restaurants, not watching most television stations, mm-hmm. not reading the newspaper. Like there's shit people everywhere. And I just would never follow her on fucking Twitter. I would literally donate to causes against her. Mm-hmm. She sucks. But I think the Harry Potter story is great and important. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to just get rid of every story. Like if it came out that Tolkien was a fucking racist, I wouldn't be surprised. Edgar Allan Poe uh, was 27 and married his 14 year old cousin, and we still like people think like, those books are I was like in, amazing. I was poems in fucking third stuff. grade, like, and we had a puppet show of Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe at my school. Right. That seems wrong if you tell me that. And the thing is, is like someday in a hundred years, they're just going to look at Harry Potter as you know this like a, amazing piece of literature that's like captivated audiences will continue to. And they're not necessarily going to be like, well, we don't, we don't I think listen to this. Because... I think she's wrong by by a lot, and I also think mm-hmm. she's just like an old crabby kook who just is an idiot, and like just... I don't need to hear anything else from her. Yeah, but like I just also am. I really enjoy the story, and I think like there's lots of of LGBTQ kids and yeah. and not who have probably had their lives so positively impacted by Harry Potter. Right. I'm sure there's many kids. I'm sure there are many LGBTQ kids who have contemplated suicide who could attest to the fact that the hope that they got from reading Harry Potter and the connections they made with people through it saved their life. Mm-hmm. And so I just am not the person who's like, it is a the positive fandom. It's not a toxic fandom. Like, oh. you know, even Star Wars is kind of toxic. I mean, they, I hope that they um, diversify it. That's something HBO could do. I think that they can make Hermione black, which would be cool Great. because. She, they don't ever specify her skin color in the books, and they say she has curly hair. Obviously, at 20 years ago, they cast a white gal. I think that they could make the cast pretty diverse. Mm-hmm. And and I also think that they could um, retcon a few things for us. They Out could, off the books or off the movies? Off the books. Yeah. Cho Chang? We don't need her to be named Cho Chang. 
<laughs> we don't. Like that's we. Yeah. She could have any name. She's Irish. Yeah. She's got a thick Irish accent, and she her name's Cho Chang. Yeah. And there's only one Asian person. I'm sorry. Like the the names are pretty inappropriate. I agree. And so I do think like there's fixes that they could make, and they could make it a better story. I'm in. Yeah. I can't wait. And that's not the only universe that the Max is going to give us. All right. Well, <laughs> wait. I think you're. It's getting natural to you already. <laughs> They're also going in another direction beyond the Jon Snow yep. uh, show for We're Game We're getting of the Jon Snow, which I'm very excited for, a very true excited. sequel series. What, what's the other one? The other one is going to be, and it, the name is absolutely ridiculous, um, it is Game of Thrones presents a knight of the Seven Kingdoms. Hedge Knight or something. Colon, the Hedge Knight. Um, and G- George Martin has said this probably isn't the final name, by the way. Which is good. He's executive producing this instead of writing the six books. Don't George that. Martin is <laughs> such a joke, dude. He's such a joke. <laughs> this dude is an absolute clown. <laughs> he is. Why do we have to, at this he, point... He's so Hollywood. He loves it. He thinks writing is for dorks now. My thing with George Martin is, is like, he is... Why do we have to have him weigh in on shit that he didn't even write? <laughs> well, he did... So here, in this one, okay. This is based off Duncan Egg. Cool. Which was like a he wrote short stories and released them. It was like the tales of Duncan Egg, and this was Duncan the Tall, who was just a badass young squire. Came from Flea Bottom, um, worked his way up to become Kingsguard, like head of the Kingsguard. Okay, so he was a big deal. And then the other one was Prince Aegon Targaryen, who ended up had this adventurous ass life. Super fun, and then ended up the old man at the watch. Okay, that yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, had a nice, yeah. had a relationship, kind of mentor relationship with with John. Was a really cool character. In the Very show. cool. Really. Yeah. So we're gonna see his his upbringing as a squire to this Duncan. So Dunk and Egg, and they didn't want to name it that because it sounds silly, and most people don't know what the fuck that is. So they're gonna give it some Game of Thrones spinoff name. But overall, I think this is gonna be a fun series. It's gonna be adventurous and probably really fast paced and maybe only like six episodes of like banger fucking TV. So I am really excited that they're going to adapt this, uh, but they definitely need a new name besides like, um, you know, G O T H M T five seventeen. Um, you know, I think Did that, I catch a niner in there. I, I, I think my big thing with Thrones is like, there obviously is a, a feeling you get when you watch a Game of Thrones episode, right? Mm-hmm. The darkness, the the flames, the like everything, the ambiance of the show is so it, it's like should be trademarked at this point. Like mm-hmm. you can just feel, even if it's Game of Thrones or it's House of the Dragon, like it looks, it sounds, it feels the same. Yes. And they have a, a very distinct style that they use. I kind of hope that some of these spin-off shows look and feel a little different than that. I feel like this is going to look and feel like, do you remember when the Hound was cruising around with Arya just having yeah. a blast yeah. and they were fighting and they were eating chickens and fucking yeah. kick, kicking butt? Yeah. Um, that's, I think, the vibe. This can be a little brighter, mm-hmm. more adventurous. Yes. Um, a lot of countryside, shit like that. I think that's what the, I need a little of that. It'll be less political and more like new characters each episode just fucking around. I mean, my thing with Thrones and like, this is the brilliance of it, but the episodes are heavy. Right. Like especially lately. Oh. Everything is heavy. Every every conversation feels important. Which is great. It is great. I mean, it's like it's I still think it's 
probably the best show. And I, I kind of think House of the Dragon is just a continuation of it in mm-hmm. my mind. Okay. I think it's the best show ever. And mm-hmm. I know that that's That's your opinion. Not my opinion, your opinion, but I get it. It's just like at its height, there was not, I mean. Maybe, maybe you could say it's the greatest show ever and not the best show. I, I think what that, about that? Yeah, that's probably more fair. Okay. Okay, you want to know what it is? What? It's Michael Jordan. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. started Versus... out with a bang, but it wasn't like winning awards. Then in the middle of it, it's winning the title every year. It's the best thing anyone's ever seen. And LeBron and then, is what, Sopranos or something? And then and then it, it um and then it, it went out with the Wizards. Yeah. You know <laughs> <laughs> like putting up like inefficient shooting on the Wizards. Yeah, good point yeah. good stats, but or not uh, a lot of points, but not inefficient points. Right. And that's kind of how it ended. And so I, I think that it feels that way to me. Like it was there was nothing ever. Because people could say the Sopranos, but like no. Sopranos, um, Lost. I'm not saying most these people are, didn't even have HBO at that time. I'm just trying to think of like what was like a cultural revolution, kind of like it Thrones was. Lost, Sopranos, um, Breaking Bad. Uh, only only later seasons of Breaking Bad for but, sure. You know, like there just weren't. It was not the kind of thing that Thrones captured, mm-hmm. which was like every person from like 23 to 53 was tuning in on Sunday. And you had to watch it live, mm-hmm. and you had to know before you went to work or school or wherever you were going the next day, because it was just that big a part of like what was happening in the world. Absolutely. And so, to me, defined water water cooler. It was, and like it just to me the feeling I had of like Battle of the Bastards mm-hmm. day, unbelievable, hard home. Yeah. You know, like just some of these huge episodes, especially kind of when they were in that. Watching that shit live like, will stick with me forever. I, yeah. A rewatch would be fun, but like that that moment when we're, we were all together too. Yes. Like I came over for every one. We were having tons of people was, watching together. We were having so much fun and everybody was doing the same kind of the thing. The ooze, the ahs, the claps. It was fucking electric. Dude. Yeah. And so to me, I think that more that we get from this universe, the better. Yeah. And I think HBO... Um, drop the ball a little bit that they didn't have it already kind of teed up. Yeah. Like, how can you have, you know, at this point in time, like we watched what happened with Star Wars, right? Yeah. George Lucas was like, this is a three movie thing. And everyone was like, that was fucking legendary. Yeah. And he was like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> they let it sit and for then 20 years. For almost 20 years, nothing happened. And then they were like, hey, remember how everyone still loves Star Wars? Also, Side note. Yeah. Do you remember when movies wouldn't be available? What do you mean? Like Disney movies would be in the vault. Yeah. And then you just couldn't buy them. You couldn't like buy them on VHS and shit or what? Yeah. Or, yeah. Like I feel like that's how it was with Star Wars. Yeah. Like there was just periods of time where you just like couldn't buy them. You're like you either have it or you don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like how stupid was this? Like they were so dumb. They should have been like, oh, this is a massive success. Let's make a hundred of them. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, like, same with Indiana Jones. Like, how they let these things just stop. And so, I think that in the last 20 years, what they realized was, oh, we could just make infinity of these movies, and people will just buy it for eternity. Right. Which, fine, do it. Because we have so many options for entertainment. Make everything. I always want them to green light everything. It ain't my fucking money. Yeah. And I get to choose to watch it or not. And I always watch it. And I would say, like, even in these franchises, like... I never have a bad time. 
Mm-hmm. I never watch a Marvel movie or show and I'm like, that was miserable. No, I always enjoy it because I, I like the behind the scenes. I, I watch it almost like as like a a rival producer or something. I'm like, I wouldn't have done that shit. That's yeah. stupid as fuck. What? That was insane. And they're like, oh, that was actually cool. You know, I it's fun. It's like interesting. Even the bad stuff. Like we were disappointed by Kenobi. Right. But I, I was liked... mesmerized too because I'm like, what are they doing? I liked Kenobi. It yeah. just wasn't epic like we were hoping it was pretty bad there was some parts that i was like this is incredible right other parts i was like what are they doing right but that's okay and like to me i'm thinking potter and thrones they're headed in that direction yeah and if i could put my stock into any of the uh companies that are doing this i mean i probably would still say disney one just because they're such a juggernaut but now with the backing of a great company like discovery (laughs) Max is on its way. <laughs> it's it's right on its way. Yeah, watch out, dude. You know Disney's most mostly worried about uh, the Nintendo universe. They're gonna build off the success of Mario. Unbelievable. We're gonna get everything. We're gonna get Donkey Kong movies. We're gonna get Link. You know Zelda movies. I'm I'm actually super excited about that. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, okay. Disney's a little worried because their shit's flopping. And guess what's popping? Nintendo. How about that? All right. Uh, let's move on to Hot Rex and Not Rex. You watched Cocaine Bear. We need a wreck on this, dude. I watched the Blow Bear. It's on the it's on the cock on the on the peacock, uh-huh. and um, it truly, you know, for a movie that you're like, okay, I don't expect it to be great. You know, it's a silly story. It's a, yeah. based on a true story. Whatever, a bear eats cocaine. Um, it's actually unwatchable. That's my guess. It is, and and I can't believe that it kind of did the numbers that it did. I think it had great marketing. I think that, the, but it that is. It was sold to. <laughs> To only high school kids? Yeah. Because the number of kids in my class who I could be like, do you guys watch uh, House of the Dragon? Nope. What's that? Yeah. I'm like, are you? did you guys watch Andor? Nope. Do you guys watch Dave? Nope. Severance, never heard of it. Never heard of it. No one watches anything. Yeah. And then they're like, I'm like, what'd you guys do this weekend? Like 20 kids were like, went to Cocaine Bear. I'm like, it, what? It, it, it was so bad um, that it was actually for a story that should be captivating it was actually uninteresting which is the worst thing you can say about any piece of entertainment uh i didn't finish it and i'm sorry as much as i love elizabeth banks she seems like a wonderful woman she's a really bad director and um this movie's trash dude it's a it's probably like a 15 out of out of 100 a 15 yeah really really bad one of the biggest profile movies that I've seen recently that's been that bad. So you know the marketing was tight. Tight as fuck. Trash. Okay, what about Beef? Beef is the opposite. Beef is fucking great. Um, Beef is one of the best things I've ever seen that's like, has a nice Asian, like an Asian cast, right? Like that's starting to happen a little bit more. You know, we've seen Shang-Chi. We've seen like Crazy Rich Asians. And it's like, Yes, this is awesome. There's all these amazing Asian actors. Ali Wong is is really brilliant. I actually saw her one time in LA like do a 15-minute stand-up set before her first Netflix special. And she was brilliant and she is and Steven Yoon is one of the best actors around. He's that good. Um so I I just think that Beef is as hot of a wreck as I have right now. It's on Netflix and it's got it's it's a drama comedy you know it's dark uh it's can be depressing but it's funny um 
dude, beef is a hot wreck, my friend. Okay. I know you have no time right now I'm because struggling. you got lacrosse, but dude, you'll watch it eventually and yeah. I think you'll really enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, I'm struggling with time right now. Summer so Eric is going to be like catching up on everything. Summer dude. Eric's got some shows to watch. Yeah, can't wait. Um, All right, so what about this? Mandalorian. I am watching this. And you're caught up. I'm caught up. Seven episodes in. It got a little worrying, a little worrisome in the middle. I There was times when I, I think I, I don't know if I brought this take to the pot or maybe left it behind, but I was ready to say that Mandalorian is just not a good show because it had so many... When half the episodes are are shitty, yeah, it feels like that. But then you get what three episodes this season that are were amazing, this and we got episode one. Seven episode seven was seven. wow. Yeah. It was really, really, really good. Um, everything that's happened on Mandalore. I think- so let's just note this is going to be spoilers up until you know we uh, this week whatever it's monday so it's not yeah. like it's wednesday we're not, but we're not watching the finale yet but yeah that we're gonna, there's gonna be some spoilers so if you need to fast forward a few minutes you can yeah we'll spend a couple minutes okay everything they've done on mandalore has been delightful the best it's the been best so good stuff, yeah. the lore that goes with it the uh sets um everything with bo-katan and uh din Djarin, mm-hmm. i'm here for it yep I love them together. I don't need them shipped. I don't need no. them in a romantic relationship I don't at all. Think, but I don't think... Um, you don't Din, get that vibe. I don't think Din is a romantic guy. No, I don't think so. Uh, but I think it's like he has a cod piece that he takes off just as frequently as his helmet. So yeah. he doesn't really fuck. No, I don't think he does. Okay. I bet he never has. No, I don't think so. Uh, but that's fine because that, we don't need him to. No, that isn't part of his his. Persona. I just need him to be really brave in the face of danger always. Like they're like, who wants to do this mission? And he's like, me. Every time. <laughs> yeah, no, Every yeah. time. They're like, there's pirates and they're coming and you have nothing to do with it and we can't pay you. And he's like, ah, fuck I'll it. fuck him up. I'll go. <laughs> You're right. This dude Where's is, his motivation? Like, what is he even doing at this point? He just wants to go fight people. That's I literally think, all he wants. Yeah, because his motivation right away was like, I'm a bounty hunter, and now I have this child. I need to protect this child. And now the child's like pretty good, um, yeah. and they're just buddies, and he's still just fucking around with everybody. Yeah. So this episode was a coming together of the different factions of Mandalorians. Right. And Which they built up towards, so that was good. That was okay. Yeah. It was all okay. They got the pirate guys, they got the the mercenary guys, and then they got, you know, our group. Yeah. The, like of the like religious extremists. The religious extremist ones, yeah. So they all come together, and then they're exploring Mandalore. All of this was just okay at the time, I thought. Mm-hmm. And then they encounter some weird creature. Jumps up, kills, uh, bites kills the some ship. Of them, that was breaks sick. The ship. And then they run into like a cave, and then, oh, here they are at their destination they were already looking for. Yep. And they're at the forge, and you're kind of like, this is cool. They're exploring Mandalore. Yep. I'm really excited. What are they going to find? They get attacked by, like, these Beskar kind of stormtrooper guys. With jetpacks and shit. Yeah. That was fucking cool. And at this point, I'm like, this is... That was enough for me. Yeah. If they would have just had that battle, I would have been like, that was fucking sweet. They yep. got attacked, and they and fought like, him off. They're wearing Beskar. You're like, holy shit. All of cool. the kills were so great. Yep. They were constantly like tripping people or stabbing people between the plates. And then Din and Bo-Katan were executing. like executing everyone like in between their the armor plates. I noticed all that. That was cool detail. It was great. You need that detail. 
So then they, oh, and this whole time you had, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. You had. Did you like uh, like Grogu in his new suit? Yeah, I did. Best toy move they ever made. I want Incredible that toy. Incredible toy move. Um, it's, it's. I do wish that it, he was also awake because I love Taika as that character. Yeah. But he's, you know, it ain't like that anymore. So here's the thing. Uh, he's just Kang or Krang. Yes. He's Krang from the Turtles. Krang, yes. He's he a is. big robot body, and in the middle, it's a brain, and said it's it's Grogu. That's pretty, really what it is. Perfect. But cool. It's, it's cool. He, it was funny. They made it like cute and funny with him saying yes and no and breaking up fights and shit. Yeah. I think it just gives them a little bit more of like a... It's easier to write for that, isn't it? Because he's is. just around now. He can just run around with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is perfect. So I did like that, because I do think that like he's a gift and a curse to the show. Mm-hmm. A lot of times he has to be left behind with like he made the um, show. Yeah, he made the whole show, but then now he kind of is a problem because Mando will be like, "I'm gonna go fight a giant bird who stole a kid." Yeah, well, that and was they're a like, bad episode. But yeah. and then they're like, "Where's Grogu gonna go?" And he's like, "There's probably like a cute motherly type who will want to hang out with him." Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Stay behind Grogu always. Yeah. So I do think that this helps. Um, but anyways, they end up chasing these. Beskar troopers, yeah, down a tunnel, and then suddenly, it they come out and it's like an it, imperial base. It's now. a total fucking trap. It's a trap. It's a huge trap. It's an imperial base. I loved this. Yeah, it looked so really, cool. really great. For they this are stunned, and then the door shuts. Din and a few of the others are trapped with all of these guys. And they're killing all of them. They're but, doing great. But Din is kind of ends up being by himself. Yeah. He's blasting everyone with fire. He's burning a bunch of them. They end up shooting these cables at him and tying him up. And then here comes this insane... Which will be interesting. Like, why? Why did they not kill him? I know that he has, you know, he had the Darksaber and has a relationship with Moff Gideon. So they must want him for something. And we'll find out next episode. Um, but they captured him. They captured him. Um that all the Moff Gideon stuff here was fucking sweet. Moff Gideon shows up in his own Beskar. That's yeah. like a combo between Darth Vader and Boba Fett. Yeah. And it's got the cool horns on the helmet. Like like um Death Watch and De- Yeah. And uh and also the armor and their, and their leader of Death Watch who was Maul. Darth Maul. That's sick. Do you think we're gonna get Darth Maul next episode? No. I think okay. he's dead at this point. Dead, yes, dead for the second time. Yeah. Okay. I think he's gone. Um. All right. Well, that's cool. But dude, that was electric. He looked sick. He looked so. And then cool. you got those red troopers that we saw a little bit <sighs> in the throne room, and they were truly as badass as they should be. Yeah. So you get a great escape scene because I was kind of like, how are they going to get out of this? Mm-hmm. But then, um, the I'd say the season's MVP, uh, Bo-Katan. I like Bo-Katan a lot. Bo-Katan I like her is the MVP of the show. Yeah, she's. And, you know, the the way they gave her the Darksaber or, you worked know. Worked for me. It, I was fine with it. People complaining. I'm like, dude. Worked for me. Who gives a fuck? We don't even know who the Mandalorian is. Is it is it him or is it uh, Grogu? We don't know who the Mandalorian is, really. So they cut. she cuts open a hole with the Darksaber so they can escape. Hopefully save their fleet because of this. Mm-hmm. And then the whole episode was called The Spies. Right. The Spies. So we know one of the spies is the girl at the beginning. Okay. Who is reporting to Moff Gideon. Yes. Who was working for the New Republic. And we got Moff in all his action and all his, his, his he's been working. He's he, been busy. He's working and he's got a whole like shadow league or something. Yeah. Called. 
Um, that's where we got our, our second mention on the show of Grand Admiral Thrawn. Your guy. Who is coming. He's here this summer. He will be the next big Star Wars villain. Cool. So you're going to get him in Ahsoka. And then I'm going to guess you're going to get more than one season of that. Um, or some other show where he's the villain. Yeah. And then you're going to get the Filoni movie. Where Which he maybe will, wrap it up with him. He'll probably wrap it up. Or maybe the little two of them if, if they really are feeling it. But he'll be the villain for that. And it will be your Ezra, maybe Ahsoka still. Yeah. You know, whatever combo of people they can put together. That could maybe be Mando. really crazy, yeah. Could be like an Ezra, Mando, Grogu, Sabine Wren combo wow. fighting against Thrawn. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. So I, I was I'm really... watching Rebels still, by the way. I'm trying to get there, but I just feel like the clock is ticking towards Ahsoka. So you're going to have to I'm going to go quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought that was really exciting. And then uh, at the the uh, um, the other thing is like, who's the other spy? Is it the armor? I would guess the armor. It seems like it. Um, it almost seems too obvious the way that she was like, I need to take these survivors yeah. away yeah. right before the attack of, of Moff. Um, I think she's working with Moff Gideon. She's got the spikes, too. There's a lot of signs there, yeah. um, but who knows? Maybe not. It could be the other guy who had the the stolen fleet, mm-hmm. or it could be the people they found on the planet Okay, who were like, we still support you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right away, they said that. Um, I don't know, but it's gotten so so much better, and I do expect a really good episode in a couple days here on Wednesday, a finale. Yeah, it's got to um, have some big time got to watch that crop. shit, literally. I know it's hard for you, dude. You got to watch it in the morning, because... Literally by like noon on social media, there's like, can you believe this happened? And yeah. articles, it's the spoilers are crazy when these episodes drop in the middle of the morning. So, um, dude, that was kind of hype. You got me hyped on Mando. I can't believe it because I was ready to write the show off. All right, we'll cover the the end of that um, next episode, but we have to finish up with put the podcast on a pedestal. Love it. This week we watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall. What a movie. I loved this movie. I thought you really loved it. Before going in, didn't you say this is one of your like favorite comedies? No. Oh. But I really like this. I, okay. I, I do like it a lot. Um, this was uh this is my my big take. Better movie than than a comedy. Really? I liked this movie more as just a movie than as a comedy. If it wasn't classified as a comedy, I don't think I would have thought of it that way. Really? Yeah, it was more, I guess it's more of like a romantic comedy. I mean, but so many of these are. So is 40-Year-Old Virgin. So is, yeah. you know, most of the, so is uh, Virgin was Wedding like, Crashers is a romantic comedy, dude. Yeah, I mean. It's about his, them transforming into yeah. a new person because, and you know, they've met the love of their life or whatever. So what I thought about in this movie was um, missed opportunities. Okay? Really? By the, no, 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 no. In these actors' careers. Okay. I actually loved the cast so much. Other than uh, Russell Brand, he's a douchebag. He was good though. He was great in this role. You know who was kind of not funny in this one? It was Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd's character was pretty weak in it this. It was pretty bad. Um, but what's the main guy's name? Jason Siegel. He wrote the entire You know that he's the only writer in the movie. He really? wrote the entire movie for himself, starred in it. He he peaked. Oh. He, when I watch this movie, I'm like, this dude is a superstar. I know. I would follow this guy And you know, I I know a lot of people watched How I Met Your Mother. I didn't watch it personally, but I am watching his new show on Apple TV, uh, Shrinking, which is really good. And he plays kind of a similar, kind of doofy guy who's likable. 
he, he, he like has this specific character, which is like, he's extremely tall. He's kind of handsome, but not that handsome. But he's charming. But he's like charming, but he's like kind of a doofus, but he's kind of cool. He just kind of like... I, I wrote down that Siegel is great and that it was a different kind of comedic performance. It yeah. felt different to me. I just, I love him in this movie. I want to be my L's on someone's T's. I mean, yeah, that's just a great line. It is. I, I can't believe you didn't think this movie was that funny because I found myself laughing more on this than I have in some of the other ones. Like, really? way more than, like, Hangover. Yeah, and, oh, I mean, Wedding more. Crashers was maybe straight funnier. Yeah. Um, But I think this was a better movie overall. Like, just wait till you get my score on this, dude. You're okay. Gonna, you're not be happy with this. No, I'm not going to be unhappy. I liked this movie a lot. I just, like I said, I, I, it wasn't that I didn't like it or I didn't laugh. I just, I didn't find myself like cracking up. Yeah. Right? Um, Mila Kunis, where did she go? I well, really liked her in this movie. She didn't have to work that much. I don't know. She just, yeah. I liked her in this movie. She was great. I mean, her, her or Kristen Bell, who do you think is more beautiful in this? Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis is, but wow, they were both peaking. Um, I mean, she's she's perfect. of course that you know it's so funny. I mentioned Jason Siegel wrote this, yeah. and started it, yeah. and then he <laughs> he has his two love interests as those two women. Yeah, yeah, he did whatever he wanted at he this did. point. Um, but I mean, he also wrote himself as uh, himself uh, being butt naked multiple times. Straight dick, straight which dick. they hadn't really done at that time. And since then, watch Euphoria. I mean, yeah. it's all dick everywhere. It it like is. it's it's annoying at this but point. Then still, it was like shocking and funny. It was shocking. I remember the first time like thinking it was a huge laugh. Yeah, because it I was, was like, so Whoa. funny, dude. He was like hilarious. I mean, he's crying with his dick out, dude. It's really funny. And Jonah Hill stole the show. Yeah, he was so good. Um, Bill Hader kind of was a nothing in the movie. I thought yeah. that he wasn't so good, but. Um, I thought like the Dracula performance that he did in the bar was like, I just thought this movie had laughs, heart, yeah. realistic, great performances. Um, I really liked this movie, dude. Um, okay, so one setting great, two characters great. Yeah, Kristen Bell is somehow sympathetic as a character yeah. and kind of evil at the same time. But she's that's kind of realistic, isn't yeah, it? Like yeah. they did they had all these flashbacks to their relationship yeah. that made it feel like these are like real people. Like yes. I really thought that this is fleshed out, dude. It was kind of long too, so they had yeah. time. Um I thought that a lot of the parts about him being there by himself was really funny. Mm -hmm. And just like him going out to eat by himself, yeah. all the conversations, interactions. Jonah Hill being like, wait, so you just by yourself? Do you want something like do you to want a read? Magazine? That's really depressing. Yeah, like, do you want a magazine? It, it could be really boring. <laughs> um, I thought all of that really worked for me. Um, the fact that he had the vampire musical and then Written. just then just went for it. Yeah. Like him just absolutely going ham on singing this stuff in the voices, yeah. playing the piano, like... It was it really was so impressive. good, dude. He for this movie. Think about the effort they put into this movie. A stupid comedy. Yeah. They wrote a whole goddamn Dracula musical for this. I just think it was so impressive. I think this movie is actually pretty special. Yeah, I thought it was probably my. I'd say it was my third favorite, but my but the second best movie we watched. Okay, is was my thought. I think that this was the best and my favorite. Okay. I gave it a ninety-five out of a hundred. I think I would give this And I movie, was shocked. I didn't know that I would do that. I think that. I would give this movie a 90. Okay, strong. Really liked it. I mean, it was a great movie. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm picking holes in it, but only because it, it was really good. Yeah. Um, I can see how long stretches aren't funny. 
yeah. are more dramatic. It was a more dramatic That's what movie. Judd Apatow has been doing, though. I he think just, Apatow yeah. is, um, is a genius. I mean, that's, One of the greatest comedy directors of all time, yeah. I mean, I'm going to say he's probably one of the best directors of the past 20, 30 years. I mean, yeah. He has made just hit after hit after hit. Um, and I thought that this was like, I don't know. I thought this was like uh, maybe his best one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to kind of go look and look back. I mean, it's better than 40-year-old virgin, I think. Knocked up, we didn't even try to cover because it's no, only okay. It's okay. Funny people was way too long. Had some nice moments. Yeah, I mean, I think this is it. This is his peak, and it's a, it's an awesome comedy. I I think I still liked Wedding Crashers more. Yeah. Um, but they, they were very similar to me. Um, Wedding Crashers. It's I sillier. Thought, it's just sillier. I thought Wedding Crashers was just funnier. Yeah. And like the, pl- like between the two leads. And Old School was so funny too, right? So we're Old there. Old School was significantly worse, but it was more of a traditional comedy. Yeah. And so I think I laughed a lot more at Old School, but the movie is just idiotic. <laughs> I mean, there's no plot. There is no plot at all. <laughs> it's just all like moments old guys being creepy old guys and we're celebrating and and like moments that you just won't forget yeah because they were like iconic yeah 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 like there's a lot of that um so i I loved old school but this was a significantly better movie so yeah this was actually my favorite i've watched yet um surprised myself and i love that about the rewatches dude okay well we have one more left in our comedy series and it's a it's quite the hitter super bad super bad i am going into it expecting it to be first Really? Yeah. So high expectations. I mean, I, I would say if, if someone put a gun to my head and said, what's the best comedy movie ever, I would just, I'd say super bad. Damn. It's a it's it's the best high school comedy ever. Um, I think it's we'll just see. We'll see how it stacks up. legendary You're coming movie. in like that. When's the last time you watched it? I, lo- I watched the last 15 minutes of it like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you rewatch it, you better rewatch that 15 minutes. Will, Do I it will. official. Don't be like, well, I've seen this now. No, I, I just saw the last like 15 minutes where they were like already at the party and the police were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Bill Hader in this one redeems himself so hard. He's really Bill funny. Bill Hader this. and Seth Rogen <laughs> together is incredible. The cast of this movie. They make cops likable. The, ca- the cast of this movie is yeah, chef's kiss. Yeah, I know. It's unbelievable. McLovin. Has oh. he ever been in anything else? You know, he just he just had a big moment with these NBA playoff games where he he just got engaged, and he and his like beautiful wife were sitting there and showing off their like her ring. And I just I'm so glad that Christopher Mintz Ploss is at least happy. Uh, I, I could that. imagine him literally dead right yeah, now. So I'm too. so happy he's alive. And and I don't think that and there thriving. are many characters like if I try to think of some of my favorite characters in the history of comedy. I would say Randy Marsh is my favorite mm-hmm. <laughs> from South Park. I think he's like, I don't know if there's any better character than that. And I don't know. Chevy Chase from the vacation movies are up there oh, too. Incredible. Okay. And then, and then I also love, um, Ace Ventura. Not no, no. What's, uh, what's the kid in this? Evan. Evan. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Sarah. Yes. Michael Sarah's character in this movie is something else. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm expecting the best. So the pressure is on. I know. It really is. Who, who did this movie? I don't know. We'll have to look for next week. I think, I um, I don't know. Next week. Probably Judd, Judd Apatow for all fucking. It's probably Judd Apatow or <laughs> Seth, it's probably something with Seth Rogen though. Maybe. 
he's got to be a part of it. He probably had co-wrote it at least. We'll check it out. We'll have all the answers next week. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, until next week, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nord East Podcast.